Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. We have some know him as Zero. Some know him as the Chancellor of Charisma. I know him as the Great One. Zero in the building. What's going on, Zero? Yo, I'm just, you know, I had to do some back arms today. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them back arms is crazy, man. That got to be the dumbest thing I've ever come out of a grown man's mouth, man. And talk about cheek curling 300 pounds. Like, hey, shut your... hey, that's two lies we're going to talk about in the podcast. Um, but, uh, <laughs> and of course, the Duke of Devon and his Lando in the building. This is the Between Brothers Podcast. Tune in every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those audio ones. As well as follow us on TikTok, BTWN, or I'm sorry, Between Brothers Podcast. Uh, Twitter, BTWN Bros Podcast. And Instagram, Aster.media, as well as join the Facebook group. We need some, actually, our membership there used to be like a like we get like a few members every month. It's kind of been stagnant lately. So um trying to get it probably just means our listenership has gotten stagnant. I haven't looked at the numbers so I was supposed to today, but that will. Um but we'll get into it. Um Zero, how was your week? Well my week was uh pretty up and down. Um yeah, we spoke about it, so but there was one thing that I did that I did not do in a long time. I sat down and I drew. That's something I haven't done in, I mean, some years. Um, <clears throat> I was like, you know what? Uh, I know the uh, girls like Sonic the Hedgehog and they like um and they like Mario. So today today I had got um I always had this uh sketch pad. Um so today I drew um uh Toad from Super Mario, Sonic, Tails, Amy, Knuckles, and Rogue. And I uh, brought them, and I brought them the drum. I brought them the drawings, and just like what babies do, they had to color it in. So they called me today, and it was like, "Hey, Daddy, you want to see the drawings?" I was like, "Wait, the ones I sent you, the ones that I dropped off?" He was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I know they colored them. They flipped the camera. All of them were colored." <laughs> Except for, except for uh, Knuckles and Rogue because they've never seen they've never watched Sonic X so they didn't know what color Rogue was mm-hmm. so they uh, so I had to have them search it so they can see what she, what color she was so they can color it cor- so they can color her correctly um yeah it was like I told them there's 30 pages in this this small sketchbook I got from Dollar Tree, and everything that they like, yeah, everything that they like, I'm going to draw it. 
They like My Little Pony, I'll draw My Little Pony. They like Mulan, I'll draw Mulan. They like anything that they anything that they say that they like, I'll draw it for them. They want to color it, they can. If they don't, that's cool. But this whole sketchbook is gonna be it's gonna be drawings of everything that they like. That's just up. Um, Colorpuff th- turned three um, yesterday. We're recording on a Sunday. Her birthday is on the 14th. Um, uh, we threw a party for her. It was cool. She, um, no zero was there. Our oldest sister was there. Our other sister couldn't make it. She was she was under the weather. Um, but uh, she got a bunch of presents. She got um, the uh, this like karaoke microphone, and um, and it has like an echo in it and all these other features and stuff like that. So that's probably her favorite toy. She got some kinetic sand. I bought her some kinetic sand, and then she mixed it with everything else. So, or uh, she mixed the purple kinetic sand with everything else, and so she there's no no more purple sand. Unfortunately, but, uh, <laughs> but hey, you know, uh, that's how it goes sometimes. Exactly. And um, today, today went to Big Mike's place. We went to One Life Fitness, did a weightlifting, did some weightlifting. And um, so he was like, yeah, you know, we're going to get a nice workout in or whatever. So I'm like, I bet. So he's like, we just doing chest today. So I was like, all right, whatever. And he's like, I was like, um, and he was like, yeah, we're gonna do just some, we're gonna do dumb. I was like, what are we doing? And he was like, oh, you know, we're gonna do incline chest press. Um, and then he started like, I knew we weren't gonna do all that stuff, but then he just started listing 400 things. I'm like, I don't know what make you think I'm about to be in the gym with you for three hours, but I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> Like, <laughs> and Sunday, dog. I've never been with the gym at the gym with him for three hours consecutively. So I don't know what made him thought today was gonna be that day, but it didn't happen. <laughs> so he was like, he was like, yeah, you know, we're gonna get on the 55s. So I was like, oh that's I was like, well, we starting with 55s. And I was like, and he was like, well, we ain't, you are. So I was like, all right, I'll get through it. Let's grab the 55s, pick it up. He's like, yeah, we only, we gonna do 10 sets, which everybody who's, who I've ever spoken to about doing um, a workout with Big Mike knows that 10 sets is pretty standard in working out with him. And then, he, then I push up two reps and he goes, of oh, 20 reps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jokes on you, Mickey Picky. I ain't doing that. <laughs> he said, he waited till you started to then tell the next match. Yo, them things, them legs hit that thing so quick. I said, oh, we doing 20 sets, I'm 20 sets. For 10 cents or 20, I'm about to grab these 25s. You got your damn mind. I get the same pump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to grab these 25s. 
And but that's we did it wasn't all 20 reps. But you know, um so you know, I, I think we went 20s, then 15s, then 10s and then 5s and increased the weight. So there was this guy in there who started ego lifting because Big Bro was, you know, knocking them things out. So he he he's he we don't know where he is, but his girl, blonde haired lady, is you know doing lifting at the bench next to us, and he just come out of nowhere. He start whispering to her and stuff like that. This and then he grabs some hundreds. So Big Bro is on the one twenties. He grabs some hundreds. He grabs some hundreds. Got the mean back arch. Oh my goodness. His girl, and this is on the incline too. His girl's oh. like, you starting with that heavy? And so I was like, uh, like when she said that, I was like, oh, he doing it for us. He ain't doing it. Cause that's the word. He doing it for us. So there's this other guy who was like admiring Big Bro though. He was like, yo, how that? Cause Big Bro was on the nineties. And he was like, he was like, man, I don't know how you, He's like, how many reps did you do? He was like, oh, like, he was like, oh, we just, I just did um 10. And he was like, he was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, I, I saw you do 10 with the 90s, but I'm talking about all together because y'all been in here for like 40 minutes just doing chess. And he was like, I don't know how many reps we had, we're at. I said, we should be done. That's how many reps we had. We should be done. <laughs> Nobody does this. Nobody does this, but you. <laughs> like we was, yeah, <laughs> it's been forty-five minutes. You already know my rule: sixty minutes, and I'm out of here. But it was fun, man. We ended up actually having to cut it short because he cut himself picking up the one twenties, like his um, zipper on his. He had like he had like some joggers, and they had zippers on the side, oh. and the zipper got caught in his leg and gashed his leg wide open. So yeah, so we end up having to cut it short. Thank Jesus, um, man. Some uh, my guardian angel is looking out for me today. But um, but yeah, man, that's pretty much that was my weekend. Uh, nothing really happened throughout the week. But um, let's go ahead and talk about these games. Um, the first game I want to cover is um, the Patriots. I lost money on them today uh, by by a point, and. Um, I'm just of the mindset that either Bill Belichick is purposely sabotaging New England right now because he's pissed off at ownership when it came down to the Tom Brady situation, or he was never really that good of a coach. And Tom Brady covered all his sins. To get out, to get out coached. By the worst coach in football, in my opinion. No, 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 no. He, bottom three. Bottom three. Head coach. Um, boy for the Panthers got to be up there. Um, him, uh, Joshua Daniels, and um, man, the third. I, I don't even know who I would say is the third. They So they, he bottom two. He bottom two. Um, and uh, I'm just like, what the heck is going on with this team? The team is not performing defensively. 
and it hasn't performed offensively. And I, I always thought that Mac Jones had the potential to be a average quarterback, like at best an average quarterback. People was like, oh, Kirk Cousins. I'm like, nah, he's not that good. Like he's not Kirk Cousins good. I understand y'all give Kirk Cousins a lot of heat because he always lose on, on prime time, but he's actually a pretty good quarterback. Like he's a good quarterback. He's not an average quarterback. So I'm like, yeah, nah. Never, never saw him as a top 16 quarterback. So average, below average. But that dude is bums. That dude is some bums. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to think anymore. They just took their third straight loss. They've um they've scored a total of 20 points in the last three games, and 17 of them were today. So it's just like, what what's the move that they can make? Because they draft horribly. Like when you have your your contemporaries like Sean McVay, when he sees y'all draft, whatever that interior lineman was or whatever in the first round, they were like, he starts laughing at you. He's like, yo, we had him in fourth round great. <laughs> like <laughs> on TV. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> like he said that in front of cameras. <laughs> laughed at you. Yeah, bro. You gotta like you you should hang it up at this point. Like I in all honesty, like I think that he's now it's hard to tarnish a legacy with six Super Bowls. But when Brady, like, it's just similar to the Kobe thing. When Kobe left and got to, then that took away all the argument for Shaq. When Son has made the playoffs once since Brady was gone, and Brady went on to make a Super Bowl and win it, and he was in the playoffs every season after him, even in a subpar organization like Tampa Bay. Come on, dog. What you think about Bill, and uh, what you think about what what you what you uh, follow today in the uh, in the Raiders game? Um, one thing, um, Garoppolo can't stay healthy. Like there's always there's, there's always something every year. Um, yeah. Um, said Mac Jones is on a. Uh, it was reported that Mac Jones is on a short leash. How 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 uh, much shorter? When you score three points in two games, how how why are you on the leash still? They should have put you in the pound. I, I don't know because I think he should be euthanized at this moment. Right. So yeah, it's like um, I just I just think. Uh, I just I don't think New England New England does not rank up there anymore and they need to just it just feels like they need to just gut the entire thing and start from scratch. Um Yeah, I, Mac Jones ain't the answer. If he if they're tanking to get a good quarterback prospect to replace him next year, I mean you got a lot of good options. Oh, everybody's just been talking about Caleb Williams, so I don't know. Who when um, Caleb I, Williams got that whoops Saturday, but we're not going to talk about that. Whooped? I thought they only lost by a touchdown or something. Well, I think they lost 48 to 20. 
to Notre Dame. Uh, I thought they only lost by a touchdown. I'm tripping. I might be thinking about. No, nah, I think else. he only threw a touchdown. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he only threw a touchdown. Ooh. Yeah. They, um. Yeah, it's forty-eight to twenty. He went. Uh, yeah, he went uh, 23 to 37, 199 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. That's actually Yeah. <laughs> to, a un- to an unranked uh, Notre Dame team, but that's neither here nor there. I thought I Notre Dame about. was number 10. No, Notre Dame was not number 10. No, USC was number 10 before they dropped out. I thought USC was number 8. Nope. No, USC was number 10, and they. Uh, I think they just dropped eight spots in the rankings because they lost. Um, everybody, everybody who listens to this, clearly I don't follow college football at all. <laughs> like but, even um, with the Deion Sanders hype, I still don't follow college. Yeah, but um, I just no, they were twenty first. Notre Dame was twenty first. USC was ten. Okay, so what's it called? Um, so my thing is, if he's just if they're playing poorly. So they can get a quarterback prospect out of here because it's not like I said they got a they got their their pick of the litter depending on who comes out and who does it. So they got their coming out. Um, they've announced that he's not coming out. Oh, okay. Yeah, they said they they don't want him going number two to uh, Caleb. So. It's he's making so much money NIL don't make no sense but Kayla Williams is also saying he's making so much money NIL don't make no sense if a bad organization gets a quarterback or gets the first pick first couple or first two picks he ain't gone mm. so anyways, but that's the thing girl, you're just gonna run into a bad organization anyway because yeah, of losers. Like, good organizations like, don't pick first exactly <laughs> like, good organizations <laughs> pick last but that's neither here nor there. In, in yeah, their they, bad years, they not they don't pick top ten. Like I said, their bad years, they pick in the middle of the pack. Like you know, like y'all niggas need to think. But that's neither here nor there. I think they just need to gut it and just start from scratch because I don't know what's been, I don't know what's going on in New England, but they but things just ain't going the way that they need them to go. And that's just my personal opinion about it. Just like good win, yeah, great win by the Raiders, but. Bill Belichick, it's like the well-run game. drive, in my opinion. Yeah, and this is a game that they needed to win. Like this, this isn't, this wasn't like, like the Raiders weren't in a position where they needed to win this game. Don't, don't get me wrong, you don't want to go, you don't want to be two and four, but when you've, when in your New England situation, you would prefer to be two and four with Miami and Buffalo coming up. Versus one and five with Miami and Buffalo coming up, and I heard this crazy statistic. They said that um, it was on the Dan Levitard show, and then we'll move on to the next game. Tom Brady, as the New England Patriots quarterback, twenty seasons, never took a snap where he was mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Even in games, because the season, the couple seasons that they missed the playoffs, it was one of those winning your in or uh, uh, scenarios where either they had to win or they were there on the cusp, which I think they only missed the playoffs in the time break twice. And, or with, actually, no, I want to say it was just once 
with Tom Brady as the starter. I yeah, because I think um, it was the year they won their first Super Bowl. Yeah, the year after they won their first Super Bowl, they missed the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know what the whole scenario was in there, but it was always, but from what they were saying in the game, in the season that they missed the playoffs with Tom Brady as a starter, it was a winning your end situation. So if Tom Brady, if Tom Brady, um, if Tom Brady won that game, the team that were that they were combating with also won the game to make it to the playoffs. So that's why it happened to go that way. And of course, they were winning their division every other year out, outside of that. So um, that just speaks to the greatness in Tom Brady. And I'm like, yo, like, I can't think of any other, like anybody who says that he's not the greatest quarterback of all time, and it'd be me as a die easy Jets fan, like you got, you, you, you just a hater at this point. Like when you hear a stat like that, you're just a hater at this point. But um, let's talk about. I want to I want to end on a positive note when it comes to the football. So, um, actually, not nah, both games end up positive for me. So let's start with the the earlier game, the 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 the, the, the 49ers lost, and um, the reason why I said both good games were good for me. It's for a couple of reasons. One, I've been telling 49ers fans that Brock Purdy wasn't that sweet and when he goes up against a real defense, he'll be exposed. And um, when they beat the Cowboys, they were like, oh, look, he went up against a real defense. Lando, you was wrong. I'm like, nah, I don't really consider the Cowboys defense a great defense because of who they've gone up against. Zach, Zach Wilson, bottom three quarterback in my opinion. Daniel Jones, the worst quarterback in football in my opinion. Um, they let Joshua Dobbs give them the business. And who was, the, who was their other one? Um, I don't remember who their other one was. I don't either. Um, but it was against another bad team. And so... And so when you combine those things, it's like, okay, like their defense was a little bit overrated and they're missing their best corner. So you have that. I said, but the Browns, in my opinion, the Browns and the Jets have the two best defenses in football, in my opinion. Even including San Francisco. I I would actually put San Francisco as the third best defense in football. And I'm just like, so now they're going up against who I believe, I don't know what the stats say, but who I believe is the best defense in football, and they're on the road. Who, what, what's what's going to happen? And so, they mm-hmm. so statistically, <clears throat> I think the I think the um, Browns going into the game were the number one defense. I think points given up and points allowed. Uh, yeah, points allowed and. Um, San Francisco was the number one yards allowed. It might be vice versa, but they came in number one in those categories. But I just can't remember who was which. Gotcha. And the reason why I don't rank the 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 49ers defense as high as those other two teams is because um the well, Deshaun Watson, he's still, you know, working his way back in. And the Jets have, you know, again, what I who I believe is a bottom three 
um, quarterback. So it's just like they have to do so much more just to keep their team in games. Um, and so when I saw that and I saw the matchup and I saw they're on the road, I'm like, yo, this is a schedule loss. So y'all know I put money on games. So I said, okay, let me throw a little bit of money on the Browns to win. Here's what pissed me off. And we'll get back to the game. You know, last, a couple years ago when I first started gaming, I did one correct score bet. It also included San Francisco. It was San Francisco versus the Titans. The Titans hit a game winning field goal. I bet like a dollar and 188 bucks. And uh, it was um, this time around, I don't know why, but the number 19 came into my head. So I was like, 19 to 17 is good. I'm about to make the bet. I said, you know what? 19 is such a random number. I'm going to hit 20 to 17 because that won me money before. Bet a dollar. If I would have stayed with my bet, it was plus 44,000 to hit. I would have been $440 off of a dollar bet. I am so hurt. I am so hurt. But I'm glad I was right about the schedule loss. Um, to be honest, I think if Deshaun Watson was there, it probably would have been a lot healthier. Um, but I don't think the game would have been very close at all. And um, thank goodness they didn't put that rookie in that they put in last week. I don't know why they put that guy in over P.J. Walker last week. It was just like, what the heck were y'all thinking? Um, but also to... You know, I guess to the 49ers defense, Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey both got injured. But it's not like they were moving the ball against them before the injuries. So I don't really want to hear that as an excuse. But um, but I love the Browns. Um, you know, they they um they I I I gave out or I said don't be surprised if Pittsburgh won the division. Um, I actually had Baltimore or not Baltimore. I had the Browns um, missing the playoffs by a game, um, but but also or missing the play playoffs by a tiebreaker, tying the Steelers. Um, the Steelers have not turned out to be the team that I thought they were, um, but the Browns the Browns have a top three offensive and defensive line. Like teams that perform well in the trenches have traditionally won a lot of games. So if they can get the quarterback right. Unfortunately, Nick Chubb had gotten hurt. But then if Deshaun Watson can get back right, I think they're going to be a dangerous team for many years. Um, but what do you think about the game? Yeah, that was... <clears throat> so that was my multitask. That was my multitask for the day. Because I was watching the Jaguars game on my phone. I was watching the San Francisco game on the TV. I was on the phone with my I was I was video chatting my babies and I was drawing all at the same time. So it's like multitasking at its finest. And I'm watching so I'm watching the game. I'm like Brock Purdy is going Brock Purdy is under a lot of pressure. And it, it was like there was and it's like it didn't matter 
it didn't matter who was who was uh, on them. You just couldn't do anything. Like it was freaking, it was freaking ridiculous. Like you can't, like you can't. That pass rush was too good. Um, the running game did what it was supposed to do, and even with PJ Walker, I still thought. I thought I still thought the 49ers may win because it was PJ Walker at quarterback. Hey, like, he didn't throw a touchdown. It was like he actually turned the ball over twice. But that defense kept it in yeah, that defense in that running game kept them kept them um on this square and Purdy was that Purdy threw a costly in a costly interception. And uh, they could have won it at the end if uh, if Moody would have hit that field goal. But I think both players had missed. Uh, both kickers had missed field goals early in the game, so it was like it looked like it was going to be one of those games. But I watched that game. I was like, I was actually excited watching that game. And uh, I know there was like some bad weather in the Midwest. Um, the Chiefs had the issues. Um, Browns had issues with the weather. Bengals yeah. had issues with the weather. So I heard there was some bad there was some bad weather in the Midwest that um made some of those games um a little sloppy. Everybody who bet the unders on that had um would definitely make it some money today. Um but Brock Purdy, I mean he completed less than 50% of his throws. He threw an interception. Um he was under a lot of pressure. I think I sacked two or three times. Um, but you know he threw through. He got sacked three times. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, this is this is what happens. Um, this is what tends to happen. Uh, I don't think this is gonna interrupt the 49ers. They should probably, you know, there's the 49ers and the Eagles who we're about to talk about. Um, they're still the top two teams in the NFC. You know what I'm saying? It's just like now, but the Lions now. Dan, yo, we gotta start listening to Dan Orlovsky, dog. Cause what? I think it was two years ago he hit on the Colts when they had like a huge run towards the end of the season. I think they still missed the playoffs, but they had a huge like seven game winning streak to end the season. Um, he was picking them to make the playoffs. He said the Lions. He said the Cowboys are not the third best team in the NFC. It's it, it's the Lions. Everybody was like, Nah, it's America team. He wasn't buying in the hype. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I'm going to start listening to Dan Orlowski's hot takes, man, because I don't know if he's always right, but the ones I remember, he was right. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, another game. We're not talking about this because I'm a Die Easy Jets fan. We're talking about this because um, that game was... That game was so bad to watch offensively. And sometimes, but here's the thing though. On the Jets side, it was just bad offense. On the Eagles side, it was just amazing defense. Like, and that's what, like sometimes when, like I, uh, somebody I used to know, or somebody I used to be cool with, he was like, oh, defensive games are better. 
they're more competitive, this and the other. I said, there's a difference between a good defensive game and just two offenses that are garbage because their quarterbacks can't complete regular passes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a horrendous to watch. I want to watch those 6-3 games where the, both of the quarterbacks just suck. Now, this is 6-3 games and both defenses are making tremendous plays, either, you know, through their pass rush, interceptions, or, you know, and not interceptions where guys are just throwing the ball right to the guy, but, like, making plays, intercepting the ball, diving to get interceptions, stuff like that. Those are different games. But I'm like, I'm like, the the Eagles, like the Jets pass rush was giving them all they can handle. And that's supposed to be one of the best offensive lines in football. The Another solid offensive line that the Jets defense gave all they can handle the first game of the season against the, against the Bills. The Jets up front, to like I said, the Jets are the second best defense in, in football. The only reason why I don't have them number one is because they don't have that elite edge rusher. That's the only reason. Like if they would have had, a, if they if they had a Micah Parsons, T.J. Watt, somebody somebody on that level, they'd be they'd probably be. You, we would probably look at them as one of the great defenses of the decade. And and um, Jalen Hurts, I don't know what was going on. When you have the starting corners of the Jets out and you still can't get the ball to Smith and Brown on a consistent basis. And it wasn't like they, there were certain plays. Like it, there was one play towards the end. And you probably, I'm sure you saw this where he just, he's under no pressure. He throws the ball where AJ Brown has to jump I think AJ Brown's like a 40-inch vertical. And he and he threw it too high for him. They're not saying that you jump 40 inches every time you jump. But he, he the guy is 6'1 with a 40-inch vertical, and he threw it too high where it barely got his fingertips. Like that's just a bad pass. And two of my two of the quarterbacks that we just talked about. They're on our um, top 32 quarterback list in the top four, in that top tier rank. And they both played, well, Hurts was abysmal. Purdy, Purdy was just not good. Hurts was awful. The only thing he could do was run the ball. And I'm just like, and then even even the coaching I had in this year, where, because I actually put money on the game. I bet the Eagles. I bet the Eagles to cover the first half and cover the game. I'm hurt because I didn't get the double win. But I'm glad because it's my team that won. It's the first time we ever beat the Eagles in 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 history. Um, I think we were 0-7 all time against the Eagles. So the 0-12 before this. Okay. Okay. Um, and so, and it was the only team we never beat. And I, I'm just surprised that Zach Wilson was the one to beat them. Like, if it was Aaron Rodgers in there, it, it, I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. Zach Wilson. But Zach Wilson didn't play well. If he didn't, if he wasn't throwing the ball to Garrett Wilson, he did not play well. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm just watching that game. Breeze Hall, of course, is a monster still. 
But I'm like watching that game and I'm like, yo, like this dude hurts. I'm like, he hurts. How, the guys who played today hurts to uh, Mac Jones. Two, of course, had a great game. But I'm like, this is what I feel about these Alabama quarterbacks. Like, they're just so highly overrated. And not saying Hurts is overrated just because he had a bad game. But it's just like, Hurts has not really played fantastic this season like he did last season. And so it's just like, now he, I still have him as my, at my top tier because he's he hasn't had a bad game. But he hasn't been the Hurts that we saw last season. And I... And, they didn't really lose much offensively. The, lo- the loss that they sustained for the franchise was on the defensive end for the most part. So, I don't know, man. It was it was a great win for the defense, though. Like, the Williams brothers in the middle of your field, yo, that's incredible. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and I think both of them forced turnovers. I think Williams got an interception and or um, Quinn got an interception. And Quincy had a fumble recovery. So, I mean, that, bravo to the Jets, man. I loved it. I loved it. I mean, I was I was pissed when I didn't win my bet. But then once I saw that we weren't going to, I wasn't going to win my bet, I started being like, yo, like, we better win. <laughs> if we not, if y'all not going to, if y'all going to blow the cover, you better win. Don't, don't win and lose. Don't lose me money and still lose. Like, <laughs> and then, and then I started screaming J-E-T-S and the Duchess was like, yo, you the fakest fan of all time. I'm like, die easy, baby. I never said I was a real fan. Die easy, baby. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the game, though? Well, um, yeah, I watched that game from start to finish. Um, I missed the second quarter. Now I'm thinking about it because I had to. I, I was leaving on the workout. But go ahead. Yeah, I watched that game from start to finish. You were right. Like this was just this is just two offenses that it just seemed like they just couldn't get it together. Zach Wilson's 19 of 33 got sacked five times. Um, yeah, it was just like these defenses did their thing, but um, so when I'm watching the game, sister, yeah, our oldest sister is watching it with us. We're watching it with me, right? And she she looks up at the screen and she sees the score. She sees that the uh, I think the Jets were down two, and she was she was like, oh, we're going to lose it anyway. Like, yo, when it was like, it was eight minutes left in the game. So like, oh, we're going to lose. <laughs> and then they get the, then, then the, what was it? I think it was after the two minute warning. Cause I said, yeah, here, like, this is what I said, even though it didn't happen the way that it did. This is what I said. I was like, you know, it'd be funny is if uh, they don't make this third down and they and they uh, go to kick the field goal and it gets blocked and it's returned for a touchdown, the very next, we had that, that next play after they came out of the two-minute warning, interception taken back to the red zone. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, there's this much time left. 
it's like, oh, the Jets, it's like, the Jets are still going to lose. I was, and like I said to you before we came on, I was like, look, they're going to, like, the game's going to end on an interception. Twice it almost ended up. Came out of God's hands. <laughs> and, and also, because I was listening to commentary, and they were like, they left too much time on the clock, which I'm like, when has Jalen Hurts been like this great comeback quarterback? He hasn't thrown the ball well all game. The Jets' defense is all over them. Why would I be worried about the clock when my defense is so dominant? They have 14 points. One of the top scoring offenses in football is on the road playing bad, and they got 14 points, and they had we kept them scoreless for the whole half. Why am I worried about how much time is left on the clock? Especially he just gave us the ball. And especially when I'm watching them, it's second and seven, or it's first down, they're they're close to the 50. They start getting real conservative. Mm-hmm. Run play, second and seven. Run play, third and nine. What do you, like, y'all only, it, it, I, was, I was texting my boy Kyle, and I was like, they're playing like they're up 10. They're on, like, it, the only need is a field goal to beat you. You got to play. You can't do the conservative thing. But guess what? When your quarterback ain't confident in his arm, when your coach ain't confident in your quarterback's ability to throw the football, you tend to do stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And it was like, yeah, and I'm just watching the game. I'm like, the Eagles should like the way that the Jets are playing on offense. Like if, because um, it's like if no Garrett Wilson, like this game should really should have really been a blowout. Yes, the way this game. No the way Garrett Wilson. Going. No Sean. No no Sauce Gardner. No DJ Reed. Um, like like you just said, like we both just said, if if it was not, if Garrett Wilson. If he wasn't making a play to Garrett Wilson, they, they didn't do anything, really. Yeah, it's like, you know, like it didn't make any sort of sense how this, ga- this game should have been completely out of hand. Yeah. Like, even though we didn't talk about it, like the Jaguar game or the uh, the Miami game, this game should have come been completely yeah. out of hand. You're playing against a bad quarterback with a, with a bad offensive line. There's no reason why y'all don't dominate that game. I understand you're on the road, but there's no reason why you don't dominate that game. Um, but I mean, again, there's still and what you know. You know what's the most impressive thing about that game for the Jets? I didn't see a single. Now I didn't. I, I didn't watch every minute of the game. Like I said, I missed a quarter because I had to drive home. I didn't see a single brotherly shove play. That means they weren't at third and one, second and one situations the whole game. Like, I, I wonder how many people picked that up. You know, I think commentary actually actually mentioned something about it um, during the third quarter, I think. It was like, you know... Um, they, they, I think they were in the third and two at one point. And it was like they find. It was like, do you think, uh, 
do you think that uh that play is actually going to come up it looks like they're in the they're in the right down and distance for them to run that play they didn't run mm. that play all game all game they didn't mm. run that play and again Even they weren't the- they weren't in a lot of situations where like you said, the down and distance really worked out. Even on but, the touchdown, they didn't run that play. Yeah. Um, but man, shout out to the Jets. The Jets are at five hundred, and the season was lost in Week One to everybody. I thought they were seven win team, regardless. I that never changed for me. But they're at five hundred right now. I, I predicted them to be two and four at this point. They're three and three. I thought they were gonna lose to the Eagles. Um but yeah. I was like, man, the Jets, the Jets had the Jets, the Jets are playing inspired. And Zach Wilson, even though he's not good, he's actually playing better. Not saying he's a good quarterback. He's still a bottom three quarterback in my opinion. But last year he was the worst quarterback in my opinion. So we gotta um, we gotta look into that and and you know keep keep watch on on um, on how that team is gonna continue to perform. Um, they're definitely in a letdown spot though. That that game was too big. <laughs> that game was too big and too emotional. They probably getting blown out next week. But look, let me enjoy it. <laughs> let me enjoy it. <laughs> but um, but enough with the NFL stuff. I just want to talk about why niggas be lying, man. <laughs> yeah, all the time. I would, man. You know, I've been saying I need a soundboard for for years since we've been doing this podcast. This is the real one where I wish I had that. Mm, oh my god, stop up and lying. Because first of all, we briefly, very briefly, because we don't get to the, we didn't get to the, to the, to the we gotta get to the most manipulative person on the planet. But LeVar Ball <laughs> when the brothers say he working out his back arms Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> don't even know what a tricep is. And he was actually on a and when Zero told me yesterday he was on an NFL roster and he don't know what triceps are. I'm like, you know what? I can't make this up. And not only that, he was on my team's roster. Oh man, you cannot make this up. Yeah. This man said he was betting five hundred, or he could bet five hundred. Which I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. He just don't have the build of the people I've seen bet five hundred. Like you know, like um, and I'm not saying like a belly. Like actually, a lot of those guys who bench that much, those power lifters, a lot of them have a belly. So I ain't even that. He don't have the shoulders, the chest, the traps. He don't got none of that. He just built like an old man, like an old <laughs> overweight man. And he over here talking about he benching five hundred. Yeah, because the thing about it is, it's like there's there's folks that there's folks that throw weight around, and even when they stop competing. They yeah. still throw weight they still around, have the, and they saw that build. Yeah, they, they still, still have that build. because it's, it's like it feel it feels more so like it went from a chore to them. It's ingrained in them now. Like, yeah, I can't, too, I can't go the day. Yeah, it's a yeah. It's a yeah, so it's like there ain't no way in hell you were benching that much 
and doing back arms. <laughs> and you and you and you built, and you built like you you built like <laughs> you built like a general manager at Food Lion. Yo. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you built son, like you quit your job a couple of times. Son, <laughs> son built, son built like, son built like he owned the franchise of Bob Burgers. <laughs> and there's only one like, Bob Burgers. <laughs> look, look, Bob got into the franchise business and sold it to the bar. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm just imagining him. He. 25 reps a 225 and he like oh y'all want more <laughs> 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 tricep extensions back arm extensions <laughs> <laughs> I start working back arms and you know DJ Vlad know he lying his ass off that's like he the dude who said that he got offered 5 million dollars to play drums in college I forget what rapper it was and he was like nah nah man and then dude is like Five million? He's a no, he I think he said fifteen million first, and then just kept getting lower and lower every time dude had some to repeat himself. And then they're gonna turn to twenty-eight dollars. Like, yeah, like five million, ten million, ten, ten million. And he's like, so hold on, huh? They offered you ten million dollars to be the drum major at whatever at the college. He was like, Yeah, it's a big town school. And he was like, Yeah, man, yeah, like something like five million. I'm like, <laughs> Ask him again, it's gonna be a million. Ask him again, it's gonna be a million. <laughs> 500,000. Ask him again, yeah. it's gonna be a <laughs> Ask him again, they gave him a scholarship. No, no, no that, that's what you were saying. It was a $15 million scholarship. They just pay for you to go to school, they don't pay you like it's a job. Yeah, it's like, like you didn't get NFL contract are. money. What are you talking about? <laughs> you dude getting paid more you than. Dude getting punter money. Like, what is going on? To play the drums? <laughs> I'm like, yo, 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 I gotta do a list. Top five greatest lies on social in social media. I'm like, Sunset, he got the back arm stuff. <laughs> you want more? Are you not entertained? <laughs> back arms. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the game. I'm never gonna get over that. <laughs> He's back arms. And dude, you guys watch the video. This guy doesn't even know what a trap that is. He's talking about uh, cheat curling 300 pounds. He's like, there's nobody on earth who can cheat curl 300 pounds. And one of them, he said, he's two plates on each side. It was like, there's a lot, there's yeah. a lot of weight where you can put two plates on each side. <laughs> now, no, we, no, no, we know what he meant by two plates on each side. It was Thanksgiving. <laughs> he had two, two plates to the left end, two plates to the right end. I was saying he was eating the uh, back arms of the turkey. No, nah, he, was, he was getting his back arm fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly why I said it to you. The moment he said back arms, bam! I had to send that shit. To you. Yo, Wait. I when he said that, I was a real joke. 
I think I laughed for 72 hours. <laughs> Consecutively. Like I stayed up laughing. Now they go to sleep for three days. Like that. And you sent it to me two days ago. That's how funny it was. <laughs> I went I went back in time and laughed some more. <laughs> Let me work back on. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that drink. <laughs> they were back arms. Back arms. <laughs> yeah, I had two plates on each side. Like, yeah, yeah. Proteins, <laughs> desserts, <laughs> sides, <laughs> and veggies. <laughs> oh, man. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> the man had a four course meal, two yo, plates on one four, side, two plates two on the other. Plates. He was getting yo, dude, that, that was pure blood. But you know, he made an NFL roster, and I'm assuming that this is like their combine or, or you know maybe some kind of yeah. Combine. It made I think it was a I think it was so like a community camp. He was he was he was he was in much better shape than he is now. But you, why did he never? Remember when he was saying he was he was um he would beat Michael Jordan one on one? Why didn't he just say like yo? Like he never said like I was too strong for him. I could bench five hundred. I could I could I could back on. Nah, just, I could get, back I could back on. <laughs> I could back on. You know, he would say back on. I could back on two fifty or two twenty five. No reps. Look, he said he repped it. So he back on in full fifty. <laughs> yeah. And cheat curling 300. Oh man, I was supposed to I was supposed to hit Big Bro with that. Like, yo, man, yo, you need you need to work on your back arms, dog. <laughs> <laughs> your back arm, yo, when I saw LeVar, I seen it myself. I seen it, I seen it. Man, his back arm strength is crazy. I don't even know why his back arms that strong. I don't know what he got to do to make his back arms that strong. Why would he do that? <laughs> <laughs> why would he? Why? What are you doing, Angelica? You got to use your triceps so much. I know, right? Why are you always pushing shit? He, he pushing buildings over. <laughs> He's like, he's like, is that rubble? Like, the building was coming down anyway. <laughs> Yo, son really turned us up to Mr. Incredible. Yeah, bench pressing train cars. That rabbit is getting on my last nerve. <laughs> yeah. Who okayed the rabbit? <laughs> Yo, that yo yo, this <laughs> incredible black yo bi- yo. Imagine being as strong as Mr. Incredible with a head shaped like Frozo. <laughs> yo, you're a dangerous man. You're a dangerous man. <laughs> you're a I'm dangerous good. man. I'm, I'm good. good. <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm good. Yo, he definitely good. Well, you got. Yo, when your when the when your when your arms are so strong, you you call them triceps the more you got. <laughs> like an extra arm come out of the back of your arm. Yo, that nigga built like my champ. 
Oh, Goro ass nigga. <laughs> That's what he meant by his back arms in second set. <laughs> 225 in the second set. That's, that's why that's why he could beat Michael because <laughs> while he's shielding them off with one set of arms, he's shooting it. Now he's shooting jump hook with the other. Set. Yo, I ain't never heard nothing like that, man. Yo, God love the bar ball. That dude is a pathological liar, but he, he did good things for himself. <laughs> Yo, he lied. Yo, also real job. He lied his. He lied his sons into the NBA. <laughs> he lied. Everybody thought Levar, Le, 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 who not Levar? What's the older son's name? Lonzo. Everybody thought Lonzo was gonna be a stud. He lied. He lied him right into the Lakers. <laughs> the Lakers are like, oh snap! Everything he's saying, we got it, big yo. Yo, he lied him to the Lakers, and now he's lying on a uh, operating table. <laughs> That's messed up. That's bad. <laughs> that is bad. That is bad. <laughs> but that's funny. You can be mean if it's funny. <laughs> oh man! But, oh, man. Uh, but speaking about being mean. This this will be our last topic, and you know, in all honesty, I had people, you know, reach out to me and ask me if I was going to do a video on Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, I don't really, uh, generally speaking, I don't really do like individual videos, but you know, because it was so, it was such a big thing. You know, I had a couple people like, "Yo, you want to do TikTok on this or whatever?" You know, do a buns, do a buns uh, uh, version of her, and I was like, to be honest, I didn't want to give this no energy. I honestly didn't. I really didn't even want to. I really didn't want to talk about it on the podcast. But so little happened throughout the week. I'm like, I guess we gotta talk about it. And um, and I was like, this chick is lying to sell a book. She said that she's been separated from Will since 2016. I was like, that's a lie. Why do I believe that's a lie? Because with all the stuff, her red table talk and all this other stuff, she never even hinted toward the fact that they were separated. Uh She even said, she even mentioned that Chris Rock tried to holler at her because of a rumor that they were separated after his divorce around 2016, which she said they were separated. So when Chris hit her up and he was like, yo, I heard y'all was going through something. And she's like, no, that's wrong. And he apologized. But if y'all were separated, why did it matter? Why did you say, look, we are going through something, but... I'm not, it's not like that right now. So I'm not dating or whatever. Could have been a situation like that. But instead you told the guy that no, I'm still, we still together and all this other stuff. That's just a rumor. And then, then when she had Will on the show, and they were talking about the out, out August Alcina thing. And they were like, they were separated at the time. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> 
at the time means that <laughs> reconciled in some way, shape, or form, correct? Yep. Or she could be, or that's the time to be like, look, we were separated and we're still working through something. Not saying like we've gotten it back together, but we're still working through some things to, you know, saying to, to, to mend our relationship back. But then there's been other times where she's kind of hinted that she was like, oh, like there was one episode where she was like, you know, you could be on your side of the house. I could be on my side of the house, but we always going to keep this together. And it's just like, but if you don't want to be with the guy, why? Like, what's the purpose of it? And especially how you dragging the guy through the mud. It's like, you don't have to stay married to the person if you don't want to. And, and then the thing is, it's like, there's nothing that benefits her. And people's like, even the Duchess said, maybe she got some dirt on Will. You know, maybe some of the gay rumors, the homosexual rumors were true or whatever, and all these other things. And I was like, and I was like, you know, if that's the case, I, I don't know. But like, it's really not that deep. To have to put yourself through what you put yourself through. For this woman to continuously drag you every time she's not getting attention. Then she says something like, oh, me and Tupac wasn't even like that. When your daughter wrote a letter to a dead man saying that he need, she wished he was around so her mother could still be happy. Why would any of these things happen if y'all were separated, you've been separated, you virtually operating like you're divorced? And then she says, I was surprised he called me his wife because we hadn't called each other that in a long time. Then, like all the stuff that she's done, I don't believe nothing she's saying. And that woman is one of the biggest pieces of scum I've seen on the national airwaves in America when it comes to celebrity. Like, yo, this dude is over here sticking by you when, when you got, when your head shaped like the Mars attacks aliens. And every time we look at you, we just hear act, act. That's all we hear when you talk. And you over here, like, making it seem like you somebody. You Nobody cares about you. Nobody's ever cared about you. Now that you said that, everybody's looking like, yo, Will, what is going on? For real. And maybe that's what her goal was. But I'm like, you, you selling this book off of Will. Yep. You can't even sell nothing off yourself. You a bum. And I'm like, you know, she's a, she's the type of chick that you need to ask what she brings to the table. That's the chick you need to ask because they I can't think of nothing. You know, it's weird how she said her and Tupac had never been that like that, but then all of a sudden, while she's selling her book, Tupac proposed to her while he was in prison. Now, I heard some I heard some white lady exposed her for that because they said that Tupac actually proposed to his wife 
that the woman he actually married um, during that time. Uh-huh. So again, the, the, all this chick is doing is lying to sell a book, and people are giving her energy. We need to ignore everything she says. Seriously, she's nothing without will. If it if it was that, we, like take it. Call yourself Jada Pinkett then. Stop calling yourself Jada Pinkett Smith. Drop the Smith if you if you if you're that miserable. Like I said her daughter speaking of, speaking about stuff. Miserable, freaking praying on young men, on a young man, on a young on a young man that was that was that was vulnerable. This chick is disgusting. She's a freaking I don't know. We'll call it like a, a she's like a succubus. Like she's like there's nothing good about this person. There's nothing good about her. I'm saying she don't got no good morals. She ain't got a good scalp. I mean, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing's like, you just no good. <laughs> she yeah, said that. Tupac had alopecia. It's like, yo, shut up. Tupac had alopecia. So what? What they got to do with your chrome dome? <laughs> hey, fuck it. Hey, 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 dim it dome. <laughs> Yo. He's <laughs> like chrome dome. <laughs> the 90s insults. <laughs> 90s insults. Look at the chrome dome. <laughs> <laughs> It's crow dome. Like, like Will, 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 Will Smith was, Will Smith probably slapped dude because he because you know he made a joke about her with the GI Jane joint and he like this is my wife. Now you, you you talking crazy about my wife? You talk crazy about me? You try let's say the ho- try to Chris Rock try to holler at her thing was real. Chris Rock try to holler. And he like, yo, I remember when you try to holler now, you throwing jokes. And you know that when my wife hair grow out, she looked like Angelica's doll, Cynthia. <laughs> Even Cynthia got more hair. <laughs> and, and then she came in, then she came in doing that interview with like you if you got hair problems, why are you why are you bleaching your hair? That's what I want to know. Why does she bleach her hair? Yeah, all it does is weaken the hair follicles. And you already know you ain't got many of them left, lady. (laughs) He got a a haunted scalp. Dang, man. That chick chick head built like Phil Phil and Lil's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she oh had the audacity to, to talk about some memoirs. Nobody asked for memoirs from Jada Pinkett. We want Will's memoirs. We exactly. It's like we got. It's like Will got a book. It's a bestseller. Jada got a book. It's like she gonna end up like uh, she gonna end up like dude on um National Treasure too. He had the book signing and nobody showed up. <laughs> oh no, people will show up. People will show up just to trash, just to trash and be like, yo. Because also in the public eye, Will Smith Ooh. doesn't really seem like a bad person. 
for her to like do like if if he if he let's say he is a bad person, let's say behind mm-hmm. the scenes he actually is a bad person, then just leave him. And then then I don't think they had a prenup, so it's not like she can't. And it's, and don't say you're staying for the kids because you got your you got your daughter writing letters to dead men who've been dead for thirty years, and you'll set out here talking about cutting his penis off. Oh man! Yeah, I'll, look, I'll, if you want to continue, I have nothing on this subject. I have nothing. Like it's it's a <laughs> no, and I'm and I'm with you because, like I said, I really didn't want to give it any energy. I really didn't, and so I don't have a whole lot to say about it. Um, as far as like maybe some take that nobody's ever heard before. Um, I don't have nothing like that on it, but it's just like I just want to. I just want to let everybody know that she's lying. Everything she said in that book about Will and about Tupac is a lie. Matter of fact, if she mentions another man's name, if it ain't about her directly, it's a lie. If it has anything to do with any relationships he's had, I'm telling y'all, it's a lie. I don't know. Jada Pickett Smith from Adam. I don't know Cynthia from nobody. Okay, right. she got a she got a scalp like Adam. Say <laughs> so he works at Target in the Pizza Hut section. <laughs> I'm Man, like, he's been trying to get the Moxinil for years. <laughs> <laughs> The audacity for this woman to sit here and lie to the American people and say, yeah, we've been separated since 2016. I just show up to all these events with them for no reason. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, why do you keep showing face then? Why do you keep showing up? Why do you keep doing the things you've done? And then... Like, I don't know. I don't know. Nobody. To be knows. honest, to be honest, like I'm glad Will slapped Chris. <laughs> For no other reason. <laughs> no, also real John, and here's why. I hope the slap made him know that. Jada Pinkett Smith is not a good decision. Like he slapped sense into him. (laughs) Then she gonna say that Chris Rock leaned over to her while he was on the stage and was like, I didn't mean anything by it. And she was like, that was something from years ago that had nothing to do with me. How? How do you do that? Did we not? <laughs> people, are, people are buying this thing too. I'm like, we literally watched Will Smith walk the green mile, boss, <laughs> to slap him. <laughs> so how she? So all of a sudden, this thing got giraffe neck and leaned over and was like, "Sorry, I don't know. I didn't mean anything." What? That dude stayed on stage. 
Like, it was, it seems like it was off camera. I'm just trying to find out. Like I said, we watched, we watched Will Smith turn to Michael Clark Duncan and walk the green mile, reviving rats and shit before he slapped something. And he had the bees flying out of his mouth or whatever that crap was that was going on. Yeah, what the hell was flying out of his mouth? <laughs> it was like sand or something. I don't know. But, yo, he, yo, he blessed the hell out of Chris Rockman. He blessed him. I'm glad he slapped him for no other reason. I think he saved that man's life and sanity. <laughs> he slapped him and he sat down and, and went, dude, they probably had a conversation and he was like, look, man, I was just trying to save you, dog. You don't want this. You don't want no parts of this. I'm miserable. I think about I think about murdering myself. I'm, I don't think I'm not allowed to say that. Uh, <laughs> I think about doing bad things to myself every day that I'm with her. She won't let me out of this marriage. I've tried. She says she's gonna take half of everything. And this is why I love Jeff Bezos. Half the brushes. <laughs> Yo, imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine she mad at Will because he might, she was like, babe, can I use your do-rag? And he said, for what? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got nothing there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to brush this. What else to say? Oh, Jeff Bezos. I love Jeff Bezos. This dude gave his wife $49 billion to go away. <laughs> like, I don't know what was going on in that marriage or whatever, but he like, look, it, oh, $49 billion? Like, he, he, they got divorced, like, and he was like, $49 billion, that's it? That's it. <laughs> yo, y'all, people gotta pay. Pe yo, and this is coming from somebody who's lived it. I paid the cost for my peace when it came to have being in a terrible relationship, in an unsuccessful relationship, in a relationship that made me feel like I was worthless. I paid the cost. I paid the attorney fees. I paid the child support. I even, I, I'll never, I don't know if I ever revealed this on the podcast. I paid my ex-wife child support for 10 months after I got full custody of my kids. I paid the cost. My sanity and the things that have happened in my life since I paid the cost. There's no dollar amount I wouldn't pay. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like Jeff Bezos was like, oh, 50, 49 billion, is that it? Like, on some real jump. Let's say if I would have, if I would have went through what I went through with my ex-wife and I was a multi-millionaire, I'd have been like, that's it. I could make that back. And Jeff Bezos is worth a hundred, a hundred billion again. Since he got all the money back then, son. And it don't seem like, I think he's dating, but I don't think he's tied down to nobody. So he got all these young girls 
you know, he buying them stuff here and there. And then when he get tired of them, kick them to the curb. And you know that that works for him. I'm 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 not. I don't know if I'm about that life. Now, if I was his age, I might be about that life. As I'm young, I don't know if I'm about that life, but or younger, um, a lot younger than him. But I'm just like, yeah, yo, pay the cost, man. I promise y'all, men, men, pay the cost. It's not worth what Will is going through. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care if she's gonna take half. If you're the better person. If you're the person of character that people believe Will is, it's all gonna work out. That's all I gotta say about Alopecia Smith. But anyways, <laughs> uh, what's your parting shot, big bro? My parting shot is I am watching this uh, Giants Bills game. I saw they were losing the Bills. Yeah, it's still six to nothing with a minute twenty nine to go in the third quarter. <clears throat> yeah, my part. The Bills will find a way to lay an egg, won't they? Yeah, and that yeah, just my... proves Daniel Jones the worst quarterback in football. Bad fact, I'm gonna put him thirty fifth on the list, and it's thirty two uh, names. He's not playing. I know. All right, <laughs> 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 but, but my but, uh, my parting <laughs> shot is. Uh, just three simple words that I learned from um, a, a battle rapper named Jims. Protect your peace. Yeah. My parting shot is um, if you want it, go get it. And I mean, whatever it is. If you want it, go get it. Don't let nobody make you believe that you shouldn't have it. Don't let nobody make you believe that you're better off without it. Like a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all out there are having conversations with yourself saying, Man, I don't need a million dollars. I don't need no woman. I don't need no man. But you out here miserable because you don't have a man. Or you might be in a relationship miserable because you don't have money. Your brother needs help and you broke. You want to help your brother, but you over here talking about you don't need a million dollars. But if you had the million dollars, you could help your brother. You could help your sister. You can pay for your mom to, re- you can retire your mom. You can retire your parents. You can get back to your community. If you had all those things, stop telling, stop, stop letting people tell you that you don't need what you need. Oh man, you, man, you don't need no Rolls Royce. If you want to go get it. I, you, 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 I, I ain't asked you what I needed. Stop telling, stop letting people tell you to slow down. Man, you working too hard. When you, if for, for some reason, when people, when you doing your own thing, people be like, man, you need to take a break. You working too hard. Nah, you ain't working hard enough. But look, when you was, when you was a bagger at Food Line, nobody told you that. You know what I'm saying? 
when you was a janitor, when you was a janitor at uh, when, when you was working for Janitor Pro at the mall, nobody was saying that. When you was a teacher, nobody was saying that. When you was a security guard, nobody was saying that. And you were working 150 hours a day. Nobody was telling you working too, single mom, single dad. Nobody was telling you you was working too hard when you was working three jobs to take care of your family. But for some reason, when you starting to better yourself, you need to take a break. Tell them to shut the hell up and go get what's yours. God gave that to you. They didn't. That vision you got, God gave that to you. So be obedient. Take control of your life. Be a master of something. And if you can do better, like the great American philosopher Andre Ward said, if you can do better, then do better. It's the Between Brothers Podcast. We'll see y'all next week. Work on the back arms. <laughs>